Hey guys, it's Treasury John, and welcome back to the Purposes Bay podcast, where we share the stories of women who are living the Great Commission. Um, I'm actually so excited because I get to talk again with my friend Jade. We actually recorded this the first time, and it was just that's another story for another day. But I'm excited because I get to talk with her again for the second time. So. Jay, just go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself. Hi, everyone. I am Jade Hansen. Um, first, thank you for having me on here, Treasure. Like, I'm super excited to be here and to be able to have this conversation with you. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, well, so I originally like to kind of label myself like as a blogger um, slash influencer, but I think it's best that I just call myself a creative. Um, so I do multiple different things. Um, not only do I blog, but I also um, work with a natural hair care company. Um, I take photos, I do videos, I do a lot of different things. I do DIY activities, um, but yeah, I just like to create stuff and have fun and just do stuff that's interesting to me. That's so cool. That's actually how I found your Instagram. I was looking at your page before we started the interview and I was like, I remember you went to California and you were just sharing like your travel experience and I was like I can I can vibe with this her page is so nice and just it's so genuine and it's I guess you share more of the lifestyle of what you do which I really really love thank you you're welcome so just go ahead and tell everyone what do you believe your calling is um so Um, I think your calling or your purpose, um, can change over time. Like for me, I believe it just depends on where you are at that moment, that period in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like right now, I personally, um, I personally feel called to my family and to my friends, mm-hmm. not that I'm not called to people outside them um but I think um although I I do feel like I do have you know a certain amount of influence when it comes to like the people who are connected to me or who know me Mm -hmm. um I think it's important to also share that with the people who God directly placed in my life Mm -hmm. um and so like with my family and friends like for me personally, I'm just working on being like a good daughter, a good friend, a good mm-hmm. sister. And not only that, kind of like breaking out of the norm of how I was raised. Um, and not that I was raised a bad way, but like just showing my family and my friends and even to myself that like I don't have to, I don't have to live in a way that was like what I was given like I can create how I want to live and so just being older and being able to do that like brings me such joy and I think in my personal life like it makes me happy when I'm able 
to share that with my family and friends and just like let them know that like you can do whatever like you don't have to be this just because that's how you were raised or that's how you grew up or that's what you thought you wanted Mm -hmm. you can do whatever you want you can become whoever you want to become um so in a nutshell I guess to answer your question like I just truly feel like throughout moments in your life it'll change and I mean at work is different at home is different so yeah that's good so how did you start walking in your calling if you remember um so for me um it began with just that one thought of like wow I don't really like the way I'm living and I really want to change it Mm -hmm. um how can I get back to, how can I get to live in a life that makes me happy, um, doing things that make me excited? So like for me, it was journaling. Like I remember when I was like 13, 12 and 13, I would journal all the time. And so then like about four years ago now, I started back journaling. And for me, it was like a way to kind of get back to my most pure self. Mm -hmm. Um, And then along that journey, I rediscovered Christ. So for me, um, I was, I entered this period of my life where I was just like extremely grateful. Um, And I, throughout that period, like, you know, discovering Christ and like, I began going to church more and I began um, doing more worship and things of that nature. Um, And through that, I think like, over time like you know how people talk about um having like a faucet on and like it's just constantly dropping mm-hmm. um and like say it's dropping in the bucket and then once you look at the bucket the bucket is like halfway full like I feel like that's kind of what happened like it kind of just kept going and going and going and then the more I was like interested in figuring out more about myself the more I had to run towards God because I realized that like God God could tell me who I am. God knows who I am um, in my most purest form. Mm-hmm. And so from there, like, my relationship with Christ began, and that's pretty much how it all started. Okay. You kind of gave a unique answer. Um, I had an interview with someone earlier, and um, when I asked the question, what do you believe your calling is? A lot of people associate calling with a career, a job position, or uh, a title and um, the fact that you said you were called to your family is very much as true as being led to work in a profession because that's our first ministry our family is our first ministry if you're not married you're called to lead uh, the people around you so I think that's really great yeah thank you you're but, welcome yeah, I, yeah it's true I mean it just depends on where you are at work is different than when I'm at home, but, um, yeah. So, um, when you began walking in your calling, what was one thing that you had to let go of, stop doing, or just all together, just say, okay, I can't do this anymore. Um, so, I don't want this to sound bad and I know it won't because that was such a long time ago, but 
the number one thing that I had to do was separate myself from what I was associated with. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, that meant even like leaving my friend circle. So not that anything was wrong with my friends at the time, but for me, I just knew that I wanted something different. And if I wanted something different, I had to do something different. I had to separate myself. I had to figure myself out. And by being around, you know, people and like, you know, just being subject to those same behaviors, I was like, if I want to, if I really want to pursue a different life, I really have to like get outside of what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that was even with family. I mean, obviously, like, you know, I still talk to my family and things of that nature, but I still had to like separate myself and choose to like think higher because um, I truly believe that um, if you want to separate yourself from something, but then you keep dabbling back in it or you keep those relationships before you know it, you'll be back doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those moments where I kind of had to run in the opposite direction just to get a good foundation and a footing like on the ground. And then from there, everything pretty much just kind of worked out and just kind of like kept going and the momentum started. Okay. So what has been one of your hardships? Would it be that same thing or, cause I know separating yourself from family is pretty hard. So can you share more about that? Um, yeah, so, um, hardship of that, it, I, so I think it's hard at first because you kind of think, you kind of wish, like, I wish that my family and friends could see this the way I see it, or Mm -hmm. I wish that they could understand but I even think like the more you grow in your relationship with Christ and you get to know yourself, you also extend more grace and more compassion to be able to just love people where they are. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it was like coming to that reality where it's like, we can be different and I can still love you just as much. You don't have to believe or do the same things I do for me to love on you just as hard. I don't have to judge you. You don't have to judge me. But like, that was something that I had to come into that is like, I can still love on you and we can still be different in some areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a hard truth sometimes. Cause I think when you're going in opposite directions with people, um, I think it's like this unknown thing where it's like, you may judge me, I may judge you, but being able to be um, in community with people and not have that, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so how do you personally use your calling to elevate the glory of God? Um, I don't want to be cliche, but I think, I think through really like being intentional about being genuine and being my true self Mm -hmm. and being able to connect with other people but also have a relationship with God I think is really important because through that relationship that upward relationship with God when I come in contact with other people like whether 
whether I try to or not, it's like they're able to see that or my prayer is like, God, allow them to get a glimpse of you, you know, just through interaction with me. And that doesn't even always mean that I'm like preaching the gospel. Sometimes that's just a smile or sometimes it's just like being nice or Mm -hmm. saying thank you or being like things like that. Um, I think is really important. Um, and so for me, it's like, like we say, it's a lifestyle. So mm-hmm. I think just through that relationship and just like being very intentional about that, I think by nature, people are able to get a glimpse of who God is or if not get to know him more. Yeah, that's good. So um, I wanted to get into the bonus questions. Um, this is our fun one. So what does your morning routine look like? Okay. So my morning routine is typically, um, it just depends. So I, sometimes I go through spurts. So sometimes I go through um, spurts where I'm waking up like super early in the morning. And sometimes I'm waking up like, in just enough time to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time, like, even in doing that, the first thing I do is drink some water. <laughs> well, so I roll <laughs> over and I drink water. Um, and then, like, my first thought is just, like, thank you, God. Like, as soon as I wake up in the morning, because I'm always trying to make sure that, like, I'm waking up, like, in a good spirit and I'm getting my day started, like, on a smooth note. And I work at night like not thinking about my day. So like something that that I really dislike sometimes is like when I wake up and I'm like thinking I got to do this today, I got to do that. Like I'm already into my day before I even get out of the bed. Mm. Um, So then I roll over on my phone and then um, I open my Bible app and I always read like the first verse that's there. And then it just depends. Um, Sometimes I'll like read my actual devotional book. Sometimes I'm reading a devotional on the Bible app. Sometimes I just read the Bible. Um, And then sometimes I journal, but I don't journal every morning, but sometimes I do. Um, And then after that, I pretty much get up and I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Sometimes I might make breakfast. I might um, grab my celery juice or make my celery juice. Um, and then after that, then I'll just start getting ready for work and the day goes on, goes on from there. But within the first 20 minutes, I'm like really trying to be still and just start my day very smoothly because if not, then I'll get like really anxious just thinking about what I have going on for the day. Yeah. So wait, I have to pause because Jay put me on to the celery juice. Like, if you're not drinking celery juice in the morning, it is amazing. <laughs> Even though it tastes not the best, but it's so good and it helps with a lot of things that's really great for your health. So, celery juice plug. <laughs> so, yeah, my second it's, not, it's good in terms of for your body, but the taste is like... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Mm-mm, go, what you was about to say? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> go ahead. It's kind of pausing now. No, I, I was just saying, um, uh-oh. 
No, I was just saying that um, the celery juice, it it's good for your body, but it's the taste is like not good. Like I don't even like celery in real life. Mm. So the fact that I drink celery juice is a stretch, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what legacy would you like to leave on this earth? Um... I mean, honestly, just to be like, just to be like a genuine, um, like a genuine, nice soul for people to encounter. Like when people speak to me or when they see me or when we've had encounters like I just want them to know like at the core like I actually see you mm-hmm. and in some way we can relate but like I want that person to walk away feeling better about not only themselves but life or you know how like sometimes you meet those people and you're just like wow that's like genuinely a really good person like you could just look at them and tell or like through a simple conversation or random conversation in the store, you walk away smiling because you're like, wow, that person was so, so genuine and so pure. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, that's what I want. And then also like for my family, because I don't, I, I feel like, you know, everyone was born for a reason, but everyone is put into their family or their social circle for a reason like I don't think I don't think it just so happened that like you know you're put in the midst of where you are so for me like you know for the generations that are after me and for the generations that are around me like I want to continue that legacy through them of like just being aware being awakened and knowing that they truly have the ability to create whatever life they choose. Um, Obviously co-creating it with God because he has his own, he has his own path for everybody. But I think one thing that God really did give us is the ability to choose. Mm -hmm. And so just, just like allowing people to know that and then allowing like for my family to know that or people like, I keep saying my family, but like I also mean my friends and like people that I encounter for them to know that like you genuinely get to choose. Mm. So, yeah. That's good, girl. So do you have any advice you want to give to the listeners before you go? Um, let's see. Any advice? I would just say, go live your best life. Do what you want to do. If you if you have the desire to do something, if you feel like you're qualified or not, try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're scared to do something, try to do it at least one time. Um, don't count yourself out. And nine times out of 10, when you're doubting yourself, you're probably a lot better than you think you are. Um, And I think similar to what I said before, like, just know 
at the core, you get to choose. You don't always choose what happens to you, like we know, but you do get to choose like how it all turns out going forward in terms of your perspective. So mm. that's all. That's good. So go ahead and just plug your social media handles, website, whatever you just want to share. Sure. So um, you can find me on Instagram at jshante underscore. That's at J-S-H-A-N-T-E underscore. Um, also have a website, jshante.com. And then I'm also on Facebook as Jade Hansen. J-A-Y-D-E-H-A-N-S-E-N. And that is a wrap. I thank you guys for listening to the Purposes Bay podcast. My prayer is that you just hear yourself in the voices of these women and you're encouraged to go and live the Great Commission. Mm-hmm.